Do you have a do you have a skill that you think that maybe nobody else has? Oh, that's What's good. your superpower? Yeah, and I'm sure it's, it's obviously not invisibility or the ability to fly, but it's got to be something. Like for me, I can take a cheap plastic disposable razor and I could shave a beard off of my face against the grain with no water and I could have a perfect shave with no razor burn. How? I don't know. My face is just doesn't get razor burn. That's my superpower. (laughs) (laughs) That's solid. That's solid. Um, Can we just, can I just, can I just use that part for the intro? Like I can literally, I can literally just cut that, that whole. Only only if you're willing, because I'll share my superpower. Okay, go for it. Go for it. I can hide like my entire package with my scrotum. What? Like the whole thing, the whole enchilada. What? Yeah, it, it it looks like a little you joey. Studied origami in Japan for fifteen years just no, to make it, it work. It, it looks like a joey. It looks like a baby kangaroo, man. Like in a pouch. I can I can pull the whole thing like up and over and hide the entire thing. I have I have a really big scrotum. Oh man. That's my superpower. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Chris? I'm not touching that. Wait man. a minute. Hang on. <laughs> no, I don't want to touch it either. Hang <laughs> on. Wait, Mark, can we combine our superpowers? Because I could use a shave. <laughs> <laughs> Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. Hey, good morning. It's uh, it's Black Sheep Radio. It's Monday. It feels good for a Monday. It does. Like, it, it, I don't know. It, it, you know, sun's shining. Weekend was kind of nice. It's all right. It was all right. <laughs> Did you get like a good night's sleep last night? Yeah, just... I just, yeah, I didn't wake up feeling like, you know, Monday and I'm locked in and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's, it's nice. What did it's you good. do yesterday? Like, did you do anything particularly relaxing or just? <laughs> did I do anything particularly? <laughs> every, every day I do something particularly relaxing, man. <laughs> You're kidding me? This is the only when I walk to go take a dump, this is the only time I'm upright. <laughs> what if I? What an image! First thing in the morning. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, it is, relaxing it, and then taking it. It dump. is Black Sheep Radio. We're, we're feeling the love of 500 likes on Facebook. That's kind of cool. It's so cool. Yeah, we've been. Ben, ben and I have been trying to uh, to to to. To breach that 500 follower, the 500 like um, benchmark, and all it took was adding Mark apparently. Because as soon as Mark joins on, it's like shit goes crazy. Just, just skyrocket. I I hoard it out to all my friends. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) that's what you got to do. Remember every, remember every other radio station I've worked at, and I've asked you if you could like the page for me so it looked like I made an impact. Here's another one. (laughs) 
Well, let's. Um, so is is uh, we're trying something new here this morning. I get the message from uh, Chris. You gotta you gotta get this app on your phone, and that way we can see each other. Because if you're new to this, I mean, we we Black Sheep Radio. Chris and I started, and it was a once a week sort of thing, if that. But we decided when this whole lockdown thing started that we'd start doing it every day, right? Like five days a week, Monday to Friday, sort of thing, and sort of be a Hamilton based quote unquote morning show. Anyway. Um, so we, we, we wind up locked in our own places doing this. And all this time until this morning, we haven't seen each other in quite some time. But now we've got this app. What's it called, Chris? House party. So we're actually looking at each other right now. And, yeah. and I, these guys are crazy for it. I don't know. It's freaking me out a little, man. <laughs> You sound, you know, you sounded like you sounded like an elderly person that wasn't sure whether or not you should be revealing this information. You're like, oh, the, I don't know. The app's asking for access to my microphone. Well, you need to, need to be able to talk, dude. Well, now it needs access to my camera. Dude, I'm well, the conspiracy. I am the conspiracy guy so among the three of us, and I am allowing my camera to view into my home right now. I am not down. <laughs> It needs access to my contacts. Well, we are part of your con. Like this has to happen, Ben. You just have. They got my contacts. Like you guys are trying to sell you a furnace that you don't need. <laughs> That's how I feel right now. You got my fucking contacts. Like I feel like no, here. I'm. I'm. Put, I'm holding my. I'm. I'm giving the. I'm giving the no comment in a press conference. <laughs> yeah. Face palm yeah, to yeah, my yeah. camera right now. No comment. <laughs> but Ben's gonna be Ben's gonna be the guy that puts tape over the over the camera. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, I, I'll be, I can see you, but you you can't see me. <laughs> and then and when we started, I had the phone leaning against my laptop, so all you can see is like my snout, pretty much. It was way too close, so <laughs> I, ba- I backed it off. And you guys are looking at it. I'm not. I'm not looking at it. Well, that's the thing is, is you. I mean, with, with this new world that we're in, with like video messaging and people are having Zoom meetings, you have to be so cognizant of yourself again. <laughs> like, it's not like you're at the office, but you, I mean, at least from like your head to your tour, halfway through your torso, mm. you need to look nice. So you could just wear like a tie and shirt on the top and nothing on the bottom. That's mm. fine. But then you can't stand up. You have to be very mindful of your your actions as well while you're on uh, a Zoom meeting. My wife does them in the morning, and she said there was a guy that clearly just had, like, he was in bed laying on his back <laughs> with a laptop on his chest. Right. With a screen, because you could see his head and like his shoulder, like his nude shoulder on the. Oh. Like, you just got out of bed. Like, you're yes. not even out of bed. You, yeah, you haven't even tried. So this for you. Know, I mean, I feel the video thing that we're doing here. Okay, okay. It forces me to like. You notice I'm not wearing a robe today. So it's, the, it's the first time have Gary shave his back has been added to the minutes of a meeting. <laughs> Seriously, dude, come on. I know we're in quarantine, but fuck. You know, yeah, yeah. Show up at the dining room table. Don't don't bring that shit to bed. Please. <laughs> For the sake of the rest of us. I get it. It's kind of cute, but no. Just I'm not doing that. But uh, this is kind of revenge in a way. Uh, because I mean, 20 years worth of a radio career and you guys, you guys would know this too. If you go out trying to get interviews and stuff of just anybody in the street, a lot of people look at a microphone when you put it in their face, like it's a friggin' gun. 
Absolutely. Like, it's deer in the Be headlights careful. and pe- even even people who are chatty Cathy's at parties and stuff, you know, the life of the party, always got a joke, popular, charismatic. You put a microphone in front of some people. Whoa. That it's a game changer. Yeah, and that's why most people that work in radio aren't popular and charismatic. <laughs> so true. <laughs> it is true. So Which true. Is, most that yeah, that most was of us are statues, socially awkward weirdos, man. <laughs> But they turn that mic on, and all of a sudden, it's great. Hey. <laughs> it's it's. Wolfman <laughs> Jack. Sometimes, sometimes I find like the people that are that are the the amateurs that are that are comfortable being in front of the mic are the ones that have nothing good to say. You know, a lot of them they'll just go drone drone on and on and on, and it's just like okay, like we get it. You're comfortable in front of the microphone now. Get a fucking personality, please. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop, could, personality. Could, could you maybe like I don't know, tape that microphone to your fucking chin so you're not such a <laughs> douchebag all the time? <laughs> I, I kind of like you on mic, but otherwise, you're you're a real bonehead. I want to give you guys like a different view. Oh no, like I'm scared. Oh, this this i've got like like a, a fucking escher thing going on here that's like me but then me in a mirror looking oh at my me, god and me in a mirror looking at me looking at me nice so that's one view mm-hmm. cool oh kids playroom let's go with that this. Awesome. we're getting a tour oh wow he's dragging the thing all over the house nice yeah. is that where you do your crafts is that's where they do their crafts and i sit on the couch right here and i say just entertain yourself for five minutes mark's literally taking us for a tour of his house yeah the video quality on this app is really good yeah it is it's it's a great app i'm i'm actually glad we didn't get the video component up when you're eating a hot dog for breakfast I'm glad we yeah, waited no until and that was also road with you. So. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> some riveting pod, that's some riveting podcast mm. material. I'm going to tune into that black sheep radio so I can listen to two dudes, listen to another dude and watch him eat a hot dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to check that out. Buddy, you obviously, you haven't been on YouTube very often. There's YouTube channels devoted to just people eating stuff. Oh, yeah, for There's sure. Eating a, hot, eating a hot dog can get millions of likes. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you guys, uh, Ben, ben looks, ben looks <laughs> sad and confused by that statement. I am sad and confused. <laughs> yeah. Just the sound of me eating a hot dog. Like, oh, don't. Uh, it was like, it was like you doing the show last week there. When you were <laughs> eating, eating, throwing when I was eating muscles. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, what else is a, a bummer is you're trying to make your way into radio, getting used to microphones and everything else. You know what else sucks is having a last name like Lefebvre. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's his first first day first day as a member of the black sheep radio podcast chris is all happy yeah he's gonna do it every day makes a big facebook post and i've known mark a lot longer and everybody fucks up his last name everybody constantly first constantly right out of the gate and chris is like hey mark Lefebvre. Is why can't I find him? I'm trying to tag him. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I read it, I'm like, oh, his name's not bold. He fucked up this but Yes, he fucked up this spelling. No, here's the thing, though. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, fucking up my last name. That's fine. Like, my family members fuck up my last name. I actually went with like Le Five for a while because my my name in like in Cochrane, where I was born, is pronounced Le Five. Mm. So I would do Le Five. 
Uh, I went with like Mark Robert. I went with Mark Roberts, and I was just like, "Fuck it!" If you can't spell my last name, you obviously don't care about. Where's is, does Cochran have Chris. a lot of? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but no, but what's worse is then I looked at another post over the weekend and you spelled my fucking first name wrong. Who did? Christian? Hey Christian spelled it with a K. K. Yeah. Hey man, I it's I think I think <laughs> I'm curious I'm curious to find out how you spell Robert. Because I feel like there's yeah. a fucking A and like a like a C in there buried somewhere. Because like That's all of your all of your other names are like just some alternative spelling that I think somebody in your family invented somewhere down the line. <laughs> yeah, no, the last name is a debacle. Trying to spell that like B V R. I'd like, like to B- buy a vowel. B- V is in Victor. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, Lefebvre, exactly like it sounds. Wait, 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 wait. Though, is there are there a lot of uh, French speaking people in uh, in Cochrane? Yeah, it's it's like ninety eight percent French. French people. Canadian. And how do they yeah, pronounce yeah. your last name? Lefebvre. Yeah, why? Mark. What is it with French Canadians? They got to make everything sound like a fucking duck. Mm-hmm. Well, because because wah is the same as yeah. What? If you think about it, wah is the same yeah, as yeah. I know, yeah. but why did yeah. you have to take what is clearly, what is so obviously phonetically Lefebvre and turn it into Lefebvre? <laughs> you nailed it. It sounded like my granddad. Lefebvre. You sound like fucking ducks. Every single one of you. Now. It's not. It's not. It's oh, people used to say frogs, but you know what? French Canadian is ducks. Canard. They like bread too. Little bits. Little bits of bread thrown to us. That's what they do, Cochran. Oh God. Anyway, uh, so there's uh, there, there's the, the bunch of us. Um, so hey, uh, we had uh, Paul Morris on last Friday, and it was uh, it was it, so oh yeah, good. it was. I listened back to that over the weekend. Paulie's great. Yeah, I uh, I actually um, you went and one, listened one. Of, yeah, well, one of my favorite things to do after the like I write down all the recommendations. And then go through Friday and the weekend just listening to them. And the one that I got stuck on is actually a Ben recommendation, which is Trouble at the Hen House by the Tragically Hip. That album is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Start front to back. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, sir. Oh, it's so good. Thank um, you. I tried the Foo Fighters one. I tried the. I tried the Foo Fighters one, but it didn't really do it for me. It still didn't sell me, but uh, the Tragically Hip one was dope. No. Right on. Um, yeah, it's sweet. I, I did not. I do that. Don't worry, Benny. I do that to my one buddy, too. He'll be like, oh, you got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. And I won't watch it for five fucking years just to prove a point. <laughs> but to like, to, even to my demise, like I haven't like I'm finally caught up on Brooklyn Nine-Nine because he forever was just like, you got to watch Brooklyn Nine. It's so good. I'm like, man, you know what? And then I finally started watching. Like, you know what you do with people like that, though? <laughs> the, the, the next best thing to do is wait them out. So if they're like, you got to watch, you got to watch, you got to watch, you got to watch, you never watch it. Like, do not tune in. Wait until they've given up all hope. Then binge it. And then it's all you talk about. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to talk about it? You got to talk about this. 
Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just to fuck with him. Even, yeah, even yeah, if yeah, you yeah, just like talk ago. shit about the show before you ever watch it, I feel like gets people really going. Like, have you ever talked to people that never watched or that are obsessed with Game of Thrones if you never saw it? Like, they get all fucking pissed off. It's like, <laughs> that's what I mean. Nah, I, I can't, I can't handle the uh, the magic and the the dragons. I'm not a child. Like, you just, that's a, that's a good thing to say to a Game of Thrones fan <laughs> and get them fucking going. I do. Yeah, I do that to my buddy because he's like super into like the Star Wars universe, which is great. And like the Star Wars movies, they're nostalgic and I'll, I'll watch all of them and stuff. But I'm not going to watch like the Clone Wars cartoon. And he gets all like pissed off. He's like, why don't you want to watch it? I'm like, well, because it's because it's a cartoon. And he's like, but you'll watch a Pixar cartoon. I'm like, yeah, with my five year old daughter. <laughs> so, I know. Yeah, just can't, I know. Can't but everybody's got that Star Wars friend. Oh, and it's yeah. so true. And no, one I, thing about Star Wars, friend, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you always kind of feel awkward about introducing your friend as that Star Wars guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you just, or you'll like, like you'll be in an environment with them where there's other people and you're listening because you're hoping that the conversation never, never goes to Star Wars. Towards yeah, exactly. Star Wars because you're going to have to like cut in and like save the yeah. person. And you always have to give the warning, like the heads up, if you're introducing that person to the crowd for the very first time, you feel yeah. almost obligated to give them the heads up, like, and they're a bit of a Star Wars fan. Yeah. You should just come in and just say, you know what, everyone, the force is strong with this one. And just leave <laughs> I like it at that. <laughs> just let the night go work. I feel like most Star Wars fans, like a lot of the ones that are really hardcore, don't even necessarily need the intro, because usually you can just tell. Like you see somebody like walking, vegan. yeah, like vegans, yeah. vegans just gaunt and pale. You know what I mean? <laughs> see, I wasn't <laughs> lacking nutrients. I was trying not to take it there. <laughs> Angry all the time. <laughs> Welcome to Scary Outside Monday here on Black Sheep Radio. <laughs> I just meant that they always talk about being vegan. Oh, oh yeah, that too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they have the energy, to be perfectly honest, to talk about <laughs> how much they eat meat. Because how do you, how, can you, the, the, how can you tell when someone's a vegan? <laughs> how can you tell when someone's a vegan? Oh, doesn't matter. They're gonna fucking tell you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Um, who's done? Uh, who was doing beer finders? Oh, that was the me. Obviously, if you, if you can't if you can't tell, I usually like I, like I'm kind of disappointed because there's this website called beerfinder.ca, but like they should have um, asked me if they were allowed to use that name because that's been my nickname for the last uh, twenty since <laughs> the beer finder. But um, you know, like when people say this, <laughs> if I go to if I go to your house, whether you ask me. If I want a beer or not, I'll, f I'll find one. Um, <laughs> but there's this website, beerfinder.ca, which is pretty cool, actually. It, um, it connects uh, consumers with breweries that do doorstop delivery. So if you're, I don't know, don't want to go to the beer store or you, you know, you're quarantined or whatever. It's like, I think there's like 600 in, no, maybe it's, maybe it's, no, that's wrong. I think it's like like around eighty. Did you drink when you were looking at the place? <laughs> there's like six thousand breweries on my street. No, I think there's I think there's like seventy ish 
in Hamilton alone, which is surprising. Um, but yeah, awesome. I think the list has grown to about 900 and it's, it's, I don't know if, I think it's Ontario wide, maybe Canada wide. It's a pretty cool website for anybody that's looking for beer delivery. But the question is, are you guys, would you guys take advantage of this? Because the thing is a lot of these craft breweries do some weird shit with beer. I know, you know, yep. it, if if my dad was still around, he would look at some of the shit that that these thing these people are pumping out, and he he would he would just roll his eyes. You know what I mean? That what? Well, yeah, he was probably OV. drinking fucking Molson Triple OV, X. Exactly. Yeah, OV, OV out of a stubby yeah, bottle. Bat blue. You know what I mean? Or as they call Nothing it good. in Cochrane, an over. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to tag the eight people that live in Cochrane on this post when we put it up. Pierre, Guy, Jean Luc. Uh oh. Look, I I have totally fallen into the the craft beer trap. So here I'm gonna I'm gonna hold this up. Here we have. I believe this is out of. I'm gonna guess. Where is it? Guelph. Yeah, that's the Royal City. This is a Royal City Brewing Company Hibiscus Saison. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a flower on now, your keep beer. In mind, I want you to keep in mind, you know who I'm going to see this afternoon? Argo Mike. Oh. Who oh is, he's going to oh, love he, He's that. over all the way. Like, he, he's, he's yeah. Coors Light <laughs> bottles. That's it. Nothing else. If, if nothing else is beer. So I'm going to bring this over to him and just offer offer him one. It's a hibiscus-infused like beer. <laughs> How is it, though? I don't know. I haven't tried it. Oh, you haven't tried it yet? Yeah, no. I just, like, I, I grabbed uh, I grabbed four on Friday. I've had the, I tried, I tried cool. uh, a peach cream ale and a raspberry nice. wheat beer yesterday. Wow. Raspberry wheat. Yeah, so nice. I don't know. I'll let you know how the. I like wheat beers because they're yeah, nice and. I'll light. let you know how the hibiscus saison is. How much? Um, uh, how much Sex in the City did you watch when you were drinking those? <laughs> 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 you asshole! <laughs> I just picture you and you and Argo Mike sitting drinking some hibiscus beers, watching Sex in the City, staying six, six feet apart, but hating every that minute was of pretty it. Pretty strong. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that was a Kelso like burn. Well done. <laughs> I can't really I like I like I like craft beer, but I can I can't really drink it all that much to be honest. Like I'll have one, but you know, it really depends on what the beer is. Some of it's just so overwhelmingly different that I, I just can't handle it. You got to wonder, though, like when this is all said and done, just uh, how much are we going to uh, make use of this whole curbside delivery or curbside pickup delivery thing? Well, every day. I mean, a lot every, of this, every I've, order, I've done Canadian everything. Tire now, yep. pulled up, didn't even Me get too. out of the car, just really? some kid. Jack, yeah, I had to get... Um, because our make work project here, Mister Swing Set, more I, we ought to, we ought to talk about how, how yeah. much of it's done. It's I finished it in three and a half hours, buddy. It's the first time I've ever accomplished yeah. something with like the limited swing. swing. <laughs> it was amazing. So the swing sets up. My daughter and I, she she switched bedrooms yeah. in the midst of all this. So we that was our make work project was was painting and all that kind of. We yeah. had all 
Yeah, no, I, the, the curbside pickup, so, man. The, the, but hang on. So I, we, Look we, at had, this sorry, we had to get okay, a ahead. brush and roller and stuff. So I called Canadian Tire, here, or went to the website, punch in the numbers. Here's what I want. Kid brings it out. It's great. Yeah. Oh, it's do you want to walk around the aisles trying to find stuff or do you want to sit in your car listening to I'm going to be honest with you like that's those are the the choices. And here's the thing. I want to walk around the aisles. I like shopping. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be be curious to know how much people but like how many um, what what are there more of people who like going shopping, looking around at things and who can't do that right now? For the guy who likes to escape the Canadian tire for an hour and look at socket sets, you know what I'm saying? Are they yeah. are there more yeah, people yeah. missing going looking around in stores, or are there more people saying, "I ain't going back to a store"? This curbside delivery, Amazon, bring my groceries to me. Uh, I, yeah. I know exactly what I want at Canadian Tire. Here's what I want. I'll wait in the parking lot. Like, what are there more of? That's a. We should throw that up. Yeah, we should throw that up on our Facebook page. That's, a, that's good a great goal. question because I I am I'm so down with the online shopping. I like what it does for me is it's such a focused mm-hmm. shop. So instead of going to Walmart like I used to, where it's like, oh, I need to go get milk. All I need mm-hmm. is milk. So I'm going to go to Walmart and I'm going to walk out of there with 150 dollars worth of items. And milk. Oh, oh, shit. I forgot milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ooh, so yeah, that's with this. It's very focused. It's very like here are the like I did, I'm picking up groceries tomorrow at uh, uh, no frills up on the mountain at 11 o'clock. And I love that. Like, here's the time I'm going. I'm going to be outside. I call. They bring it out. They put it in my trunk. Boom. I'm, I'm, yeah, but- I'm home and I don't have to do the. I don't have to be around others. And yeah, you're you're actually when you think about it, you got a point there, Mark, is that you're you're budgeting two things at one time. You're budgeting your time and you're budgeting your money because you're not impulse spending. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know how many absolutely. how much extra shit I come home with when I grocery shop? It's brutal. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm down with yeah. that. I I I I don't like going to malls or any of that shit. Like I mm. I feel like I'm in the minority. A lot of people just you just go to the mall and look around and half the people are just sitting there. Just I don't know. Well, that's what I'm out. saying, though. I don't know that you are in the minority anymore. I think this is going to swing things. Mm. We got it. Seriously, we got to get this up for a poll. I'd be curious to know that. Yeah. Just that. I mean, you know, out of a small sample size that we're going to get. Mind you, the Friday stuff got a lot of comments. So, yeah, let's we'll, we'll throw it up there after the uh, after we're done recording the episode. And um, maybe we should. I, I wouldn't mind. I'd love to find like uh like a weed delivery guy or something like that and get him on as a guest. I should ask the guy that came yesterday. What? Like Chris, wait, wait honestly, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was just musing. <laughs> oh, you know, Chris I'll call suggested. Dennis up right now. <laughs> He's on the couch. Uh, Chris suggested last week that, I, that I order from uh, Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wake up, Dennis. Out of, Fuck over here. Yeah, he's, eating, he's eating a no-name yeah. hot dog right now. And he's wearing my robe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Chris suggested I order from uh, Ontario Cannabis Store uh, last week. And I was like, oh, so I checked it out. I looked at the website and it was like, oh, this is, to be honest with you, again, it's just another example of I'd rather do that and get like, who doesn't like getting yeah. mail? So it's like super exciting. As soon as I found out it was coming yesterday, I was literally like the guy at the window. Like, is he here yet? Oh, she's not here yet. Um, but yeah, it was exciting getting mail. And uh, 
I mean, there again, it's it's a focused shop. It's very much like here are the items that I'm getting. The guy that came was awesome, and he's like, hey, "Would you would you get?" Because it comes in a sealed box, and I didn't have to necessarily deal with the people that are at the corner of Barton and Kenilworth <laughs> <laughs> at the Canicabana. Did the guy waiting in line the, again? So it, again, it's just did the guy try to make annoying better. small talk? Hmm. Do you ever, like, yeah, did you go like, through that? Because everybody, I think at one point yeah. in their life has had their guy who they get their bag of weed from, who has an annoying <laughs> habit of showing up with the bag and then talking for a while. Where it's like, I, ju- I just, yeah, somehow he still wanted to watch Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you watch, you, no, I don't want to go you into watch your... the game. It went dirt biking today. Yeah. It's like, dude, I just, <laughs> just want to roll one of these. Get the fuck out. Thanks. He looked inside my house. He's like, it's not dank enough in there. <laughs> oh, you got kids right on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so everything, everything worked out well for you. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Like I said, it's Chris, you uh, beer. What else? What else? You, what else? You, have you purchased um, anything got, else that you wouldn't like my paint and rollers sort of thing? Have you made? Yeah, any? no, I, I got a, there, there's this place called farmer Jack's that I use that does uh, produce delivery to Hamilton. And it does it straight to my door. Um, you pay like 55, 60 bucks and they bring you a giant box of like super good quality produce. It's crazy. I think we talked about that already on the air once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. OCS is another one. Like I've been, I've been doing the delivery for a while. Like I, sometimes it's good to go to the store, but like these OC, like back when it was, back when it was the the wild west of dispensaries in Hamilton, it made a lot of sense to go to the store because you could actually see what you were buying. Like nowadays, like Ontario, it doesn't make it doesn't even make sense to go to the store because you just end up having to fucking you know walk past, especially at the Barton location. You have to walk past a bunch of people asking you for darts and bus tickets. You know what I mean? Hmm. Maybe not so much anymore. But that's why I stopped going there before. <laughs> but that's um, something else I'd love to ask a delivery driver is just you know weird scenarios you've shown up at the front door at mm. i bet you they yeah. have some good ones yeah yeah a lot of open robes robes <laughs> you know a selection sure of the guy leaders. farmer jacks has delivered the odd cucumber where somebody's come to the door and just you know grabbed it like mm. a single cucumber yeah mm. <laughs> I gotta love this. <laughs> Open the door, and all you see is like like a, a a spot for the cucumber, and like two full glasses of wine, and like a little like lit candle and some yeah. some music. The guy's got a joint and a scuba mask on. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> there's gotta be there's a cottage industry right there. Is hidden camera delivery guy pranks. Right, like <laughs> see yeah. how how much of a messed up situation these guys can deliver to. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> um, what 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 did the guy in uh, uh, Pelham you were talking about, Chris, the grocery store manager? The yeah, guy? so it's 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 a little bit of a weird story because the true it, it. I heard one thing on the internet. Um, and then you're starting to hear like a little bit more of the official statements coming through on the CBC and stuff. But long story short, there's this guy named Ron Kaur. Um, he's he's a the counselor uh, for Pelham, Ontario, and he also owns a Sobeys store in the area. Um, and there's a lot of like basically he tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, and there's like a little bit of confusion as to what led up to it, but apparently he just kind of went 
around and like he didn't really quarantine like they like he was talking they're, they're saying that that the doctor told him that he was no longer contagious and that he could just go about his day but it, but like you know the the, the Sobe's store had to be shut down and deep cleaned and like he's saying he never went out at all but you know they they closed the Sobe's store and they're deep cleaning it now so it's like well i mean obviously something's something doesn't add up there um there was he, he yeah, he was. It was April thirteenth. Um, he was at like a meeting uh, with this 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 uh, counselor, Mike Chofi. I don't know how to spell that. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, who tested positive with COVID nineteen and, and actually passed away. And and then it, there's just like it's just a really weird convoluted story. And it's kind of in the early stages. But this guy's under fire basically because he didn't quarantine and essentially essentially exposed his own staff. At a grocery store to COVID nineteen, whether whether he did it knowingly or unknowingly, you know it happened. So it's kind of a weird Canadian local story that everyone's all up in arms about. Here's uh, now, uh, how much tracing do they have to do as a result of this? Think about that. Like this tracing thing is, and and by the way, <laughs> when I, while I bring that up, it's 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 happened. We're what five weeks in, mm-hmm. and my inner conspiracy theorist is starting to starting to pop a little this tracing thing yeah i gotta be honest no i'm serious this tracing thing kind of freaks me out a little do you mean like like the government using our phone data and stuff to track like that stuff is that what you mean well sure and then a list of you know who's been in this grocery store i don't know it's Mm. starting to start you know and where do they live and what are their contacts and all that sort of thing it's kind of weirding me out a little Seriously, the way I look at it, though, is I'm glad that they have the capability to do that in the in light of what is going on right now. Now, granted, how that would you know, I mean, in the in the hands of evil, how this technology could be used is a different story. But uh, I, I don't okay, know. Can- I, my conspiracy, my conspiracy theor- theorist was like five weeks mm. ago. Now I'm just in the oh, on the other um, way around, and maybe maybe in a couple of years we'll find out that it's bullshit, and I'll be like, oh, they got me. I stayed at home for five weeks. Yeah, Edward Snowden actually appeared on a new show. Um, it's 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 on Netflix. It's I, uh, maybe it's not on Netflix. It might be on Crave, but it's a Vice show called Shelter in Place, and they had Edward Snowden on, uh, and he said that the governments are uni- using the coronavirus to build the architecture of oppression. Is the way he said it. I'm. I'm kind of on that train. I'm starting yeah, to wonder. I don't know like, that that's what? a conspiracy theory. I think you get into a conspiracy theory when you start talking about, you know, drinking Lysol and uh, showing up at the steps of Doug Ford's house to protest uh, the fact that you're not allowed to be at Doug Ford's house. You know, I think that's when shit gets a little wacky. But um, I don't think there's like, I don't know that it's a conspiracy theory to say that governments are reaching with their power right now, you know. Now, here's a question I have for you, Ben. Do you think that the whole thing is a, is, is a conspiracy? Or do you think, like Chris said, that n- now that this has happened, it's allowing governments to be like, oh, here's our chance no, I'm, to I'm do starting, this. I'm starting and a to coordinate lead towards effort. that is this whole thing. One big conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm starting, my, my wife got me started on this the other night. And typically, that's my guy. That's my job. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there was a lot of stuff she was saying where I'm I'm wondering, wow, is this all just one big test to see if they can lock people down in their houses for an extended period of time? Because we've all obeyed. Well, yeah, because people are dying, though. I know. I I can't. 
I can't live in a world where I feel like the guys that were, you know, I mean, storming the Capitol in Michigan are smarter than me. I just I can't, I can't let that happen. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I can't it's let somebody that was clearly the child of two cousins be smarter Wait, than me. Way to shut that one down. <laughs> okay. Okay, Mark. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I uh, yeah, let, let's save it for, for a later episode or something like that. It's, it's oh, honestly, you, yeah, that could be a, yeah, I, I want to do a little more, little more work on that. And I bet you there's some people who are, who are really, I would imagine cynicism as to what's behind this whole thing will continue, just like any other monumental event. The conspiracy theories grow. Think about 9-11, right? In the wake of that, nobody had conspiracy theories. Look at it now. And I bet you this is going to be yeah. like that, like this, like that. Sorry, somewhere down the road. This will be like that. Where yeah, just it's starting. Be, oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, the momentum mm-hmm. on that's just picking up. What are you doing? Are you, are you squeegeeing over there? Sorry, we're all on camera with each other. If you're, I thought I had to. I thought I had to sneeze, so I was trying to mute my. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. What happened to the sneeze? Oh, I okay. went away because you called me out, and I was like, "Oh shit! Well, I can't sneeze." Ben's That's like a <laughs> like it's like a fart. It's like a fart in an elevator sort of thing. Yeah, it's like no, not here. I, I'm gonna hold yeah, on yeah. to that one. Don't go anywhere yeah, until, until I get I, off. Yeah, then exactly. On the way out. Um. What else did we want to hit? Oh, yeah. You know what else? Uh, uh, I have not watched any of these um, uh, everybody singing together things. Because, mm. I mean, any. Oh, like the. Uh, okay. Who, who's the latest one? Telethon things. That yes, this is a Canadian one because, um, you know. Who saw it over the weekend? You did, right, Chris? Yeah, I think it was. Re- I think it was released yesterday, maybe, because I, I only started yeah. hearing about it yesterday. Uh, and it's the Canadian yeah. version of the Imagine video, I guess, where you get a lot of a bunch of Canadian musicians in isolation singing. Um, this one's "Lean on Me." They're singing, uh, and well, Bill, just, Bill Withers just died, so that's a fitting tribute i guess yeah and they're and they're raising yeah. money they were raising money for some sort of charity I, I can't remember what it was something i think it was red cross covid19 fund or something like that um and you know it's in typical canadian fashion can, can um, i can, can i just hang on can i just play cynic can i be the cynic sure. in the room these things drive me bananas I these when something bad happens like dating all the way back to live aid i like i get it I, I know I'm being cynical. I know it's for a good cause and everything. I just, I, my inner cynic really, I, I have a hard time. I know these people wield enormous influence, right? So if, I mean, if just a bunch of guys on a corner started singing a song together on camera, nobody would watch because there's famous people do yeah. it. We tune in and we, be, we become aware. I get all that, but I still have a hard time watching millionaires, you know, uh, try to get just regular people into a cause. Just, uh, you know, you know hand, what? My, hand over my, half my, of your wealth and everything would just be fine. Yeah, my wife actually. What said do you want hundred bucks for me for? Like at the like, end, fuck of, off. At, 
Yeah. At the end of this, they're going to raise $10 million and you know what I mean? Or, or so, or you know, I mean, whatever the amount is. And Justin Bieber is one of the guys, like the guy could literally probably just take $10 million out of his, like one of his savings accounts and just donate it that way. And you know I mean, if all of those artists were to donate 10% of their earnings, they would generate more money than me donating $2 for me. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's, it's for a great cause and you feel kind of shitty saying that, but at the same time, like, you know I mean, why is no one talking to Jeff Bezos to just, hey, why don't you just donate half of the money that you have and just take care of everybody? Like $50 billion, yeah. they're done. But people, it's, it doesn't work that way. He'll do a charity draw where, I mean, we got to donate. Did anybody else watch this thing? Mark, did you? I watched, you know, honestly, I saw that it was on because, you know, when an event like that is on and it's on like 19 channels in a row on your cable box. <laughs> so my girls were sitting in here and I'm like, oh, this will be good. It's Canadian and it's music. And the first one was Michael Buble singing, uh, singing a song with the guys from the Bare Naked Ladies. So that's that's pretty Canadian. You're not going to get much more Canadian than Michael Buble singing with the Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, and then the next one, Getty Lee and Gordon Lightfoot, or more Canadian. <laughs> well, it was like <laughs> yeah. the next one was four artists that, like, my wife came in and she's like, "Who's that?" And I'm like, "Couldn't couldn't tell you." And that's <laughs> where I think the Canadian one takes a bit of a dip from the American one because when I watched the American one last week, you knew who every artist was. It was just it was the upper echelon of of popular and famous celebrities and artists and the Canadian one was maybe I'm just not as in tune with Canadian. Oh, that's like, go back to uh, what was the, there was the uh, live aid was we are the world, right? Yeah, that was, we are the Uh, world. That was live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was 85. Yeah. Uh, The Canadian one was tears are not enough and go back and watch like YouTube, the video for that and go back and look at who the Canadian superstars were at the time. And there are some that like kind of, Catch it like who's who's a Shit's Creek fan? Anybody I, watch Shit's Creek? Show, yeah. uh, Kath, uh, Catherine O'Hara and Eugene Levy are in the video for Tears Are Not Enough. Yeah, oh, nice. But go back and like <laughs> Ian Thomas and Kim Mitchell are in there, and John Candy's in there. Like there's a there's a whole bunch of and then yeah, you get like Jane Sibbery. Cricket. Cricket, cricket, <laughs> like who the hell are these people? And you could probably watch like the Canadian one now and go, yeah, 30 years from now, nobody's going to know who the fuck that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You could even look at like the like, lead singer from Flock of Seagulls was probably in one of those live aid ones. And who the hell is that guy? I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if there's like a, like a one camera that all Canadian broadcasters use, or if there's like some sort of contrast setting that they've all just agreed to use, but like, I don't care what it is, but if it comes out of Canada, you, you can watch one frame and be like, oh, that's a fucking Canadian show. Whether it's Little House on the fucking Prairie, Littlest Hobo, whatever the, whatever it is, it could be like some knockoff of the view. You know, like a Canadian version. What is it called? The the social. I don't care what it is. They always look the same. They always look like they 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 don't have the best people on it. There's a lot of talented Canadians. That's what I don't understand. Half of them are over in the United States. Whatever it is. Speaking of which, you're sounding kind of you sound like kind of Trump right now. Uh, you listen to these people; they're horrible. They just, you know what I mean. Like, it's terrible, second rate. They don't have the best people. <laughs> Canadian television first. I know what you mean, though. I do. I know what you mean. Like we, yeah, I don't know. We, we, do, we, we do all these things. We 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 do them well, but TV for some reason we just don't have the pop 
that American TV does. Americans do two <laughs> things decidedly college. better than we do, TV and chip aisles. Like they, they just they <laughs> kick our ass in both. You ever go to a fucking chip aisle in the States? Mm-hmm. It's not an aisle. It's a, it's a section. Like it, it's, it's a section. It's like produce, man. Chips. Home and pharmacy, food, chips. chips. I know. It's like the whole middle of the store. How many flavors can you have? They're freaks, man. Yeah. But yeah, those, uh, yeah, I get, I don't know. I get cynical about those telethon things. Uh oh. Kids are up. What? I said the kids are up. Can we hear them? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. You're getting the somebody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, is that right it? Is it, time, is it time to wrap up? Yeah, it looks like it. Um, okay. Unless you have something else you want to say about, uh, you know, conspiracies. Well, yeah. I know. I'm thinking. Uh, let's let's do that somewhere that's a, somewhere that's down the week. And I want you to think about this one too, because we almost didn't. I I almost wasn't on this morning. What's the one thing I need for the pot? I can't find my microphone this morning. Like it, it fell into a black hole. I found it at the very last second. So just uh, here's something to ponder for maybe le- later in the week. Have either of you ever lost something that you never found and you swear like you still, it still eats at you? Or have you ever yeah. found like, yeah. lost something and then way later on you were reunited with it? Yeah, or found it a ridiculous spot. Oh, well, yeah. No, I, if I, if my, the next place <laughs> I would have looked for this thing was the fridge. If it's me, you know what I mean? So uh, maybe for later on this week. Sounds good. All right. I like it. All right, boys. Tip for me. Yeah, me too. All right. See you later, guys. Peace out. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.